Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. It's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show and the owner of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm joined by Liz Drury from Liz Drury Voiceovers. So I'm having to make sure my diction is quite good because I feel like I'm going to be a little bit under the microscope today. And I'm excited that she's with us today because she is an award winning company, does voiceovers for all kinds of things. And she's going to tell us about that today. So welcome, Liz. Thank you for having me. So we love to start the podcast with what made you set up your business? What's your, what does your business do? Um, so share a bit about that with us mm. today. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try and give you the potted version because I could talk forever about this. But um, I started my business back in 2013 when we happened to be living in the States because of my husband's job. And I didn't have um, a work permit, at least to start with. And so I, I, I didn't get myself a job. And I used the opportunity to go out and go to college and get some training. And a couple of things that I'd always been interested in, but never had any formal training in were acting and singing. And that's what I went to college to do. And something else I'd always had kind of on the back burner and something I was interested in was, was voiceover. And I'd had a bit of experience of it. Years before, I used to work for a local cable TV station and I did some voiceover work as part of my job there because the, the station was run on a shoestring and everything was done in-house as far as possible. So I voiced over adverts for the channel. I voiced over little documentaries that we made, that kind of thing. But I'd never had any formal training in it. So during this period where I was in the States and I wasn't working, it kind of gave me an opportunity to, to explore a bit. So I, I went off to college and I did the acting and I did the singing, which was great fun. And then I saw this course advertised that was called Acting for the Camera. And I thought, oh, it'd be fun to get back in front for a camera again. It's It's been a while. Went along and um, only four people showed up. It was, it was an evening class. And the tutor said, well, you know, I've got things planned, but because there's only a few of you, tell me what you're interested in and we'll do whatever you guys want to do. So I said to her, well, I've had a bit of experience of voiceover and I'm kind of interested in finding out more about it, but I've got no idea, you know, how, how to start doing that. And she said, oh, she said, I can help you with that because I do some voiceover work. And she put me in touch with a friend of hers who runs a recording studio and he sometimes needs British accents for his work. He does a lot of um, you know, corporate videos, uh, e-learning courses, that kind of thing. So I went to his studio and I recorded a couple of projects with him. And the tutor also told me about some um, online platforms where you can register and people will post jobs on there and you can uh, audition for them. And I started to get a bit of work through that. And I quickly realized that I was only going to get more work and better paid work if I had a professionally produced voiceover demo, which wasn't something I felt I could do for myself. So I did some research as to who could help me with that and came across a company called Edge Studio who trained voiceover artists. I thought, brilliant, because I don't really feel like I know what I'm doing. 
And they're based in New York, but they had a satellite recording studio in Washington, D.C., and that was about 40 minutes from where we lived. So that was brilliant. Mm -hmm. So I went along to um, a kind of an assessment day with them, with about 10 other people, and they got us to record various scripts and listen back and critique each other. And the following day, the tutor then got in touch with everybody to tell them what he thought. And he said to me, he said, I have a checklist of about 50 different common mistakes people make when they're starting out in voiceover. He says, I haven't ticked any of them for you. He says, this is definitely something that you could do. We'd be happy to train you. So I signed up with them. I trained with them for about six months. They produced my first demos for me. I got my work permit and I started my business in America and then brought it back home with me in 2014. So that's how we got started. Wow. And what sort of voiceovers do you do? I mean, is it a full range of things? What sort of jobs do yeah, you do? Yeah, I mean, I do quite a variety. And, do you know, often when I meet people at networking events and so on and I tell them what I do, they'll either say, oh, what, what's that then? Or they'll say, they have a really preconceived idea about what I do. And they say, oh, right, so you, you do adverts, radio and television then. And I say, well... I do, but that's like a really small part of what I do. Or somebody once said, oh, right, so um, you're a voice on a cartoon. Then I was like, no, actually, I've never done that. (laughs) So the kind of work that I tend to do is a lot of corporate stuff. So um, narrating videos that be going to be used on company websites to explain their products and services. I narrate a lot of e-learning courses for online training um announcements for events audio tours for museums uh and quite a lot of um on hold phone systems so um oh. no doubt people might have been stuck on hold with me saying just please let me speak to a real person and I said please say that again I didn't quite understand oh you do that as well <laughs> I do some of that as well yes wow. so came back to England um and you obviously done quite a lot of networking mm. we spoke about that before we started recording today Um, And then what was your thought process behind entering awards? Well, you know, um, I I love a night out. (laughs) (laughs) That's one reason. But no, I've always seen awards as being a really good way to get a good PR for your business. And what I found is you don't even need to win the award. If you are shortlisted, if you are nominated, if you're a finalist, I think you get just as much out of it as you do is if you're the actual winner mm. um so there are a number of local business awards that i i, I tend to enter every year um I, I've, I've entered obviously your awards and i was a, a silver winner uh, winner a couple of weeks ago with you and um yeah i think there's just it's great things to be able to talk about on social media and whenever you you know whenever you're um shortlisted for something um there's usually a, a badge that goes with it you, you can share on social media and the amount of traction that gets is unbelievable. Those posts are always the ones that get the most people commenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's the main reason, really, is it just gets you more visible. Yeah. And do you see it also as a validation of your expertise? Yes, absolutely. You know, I think if you can have on your website um, little logos to things you've been a finalist in or things that you've won, it gives people confidence that you do actually know what you're doing. And are there voiceover awards? There are, yes. So the um, the main ones in this country are the One Voice Awards. Um, they started, I think they've been running about four or five years now. And um, I've entered those every year. Uh, I've been a finalist lots of times, but I haven't quite won one yet. But, you know, those are so hotly contested. They get thousands of entries. And just to be on the, the finalist list puts you in about the top five, six percent of entrants. So 
you know, that's that's worth something, even if you don't actually win the, the trophy at the end of the night. So what's their criteria? Do you know? I mean, are they judging you on the sound of your voice or the projects that you've done or you as a business? Do you actually know what the criteria is for that? So I, d- I don't know what the criteria because I've, I've not been a, a judge myself, so I'm, I'm not sort of party to that. But there are a number of different categories um, um, so that there's e-learning, there's corporate narration, there's uh, there's commercials, there's even best demo for people that have just you know, produced a new, a new um, voiceover demo. So there's lots of different categories to enter. Um, um, but I mean, the judges must have such a difficult job because there are thousands to go through. And, and I've been a judge for a couple of things. So I, I, know, I know what it's like. Oh, so you've been a judge as well. So tell us a bit about your experience as a judge. Yeah. So um, I'm into my third year of, of being a judge now for a couple of things um, for the, the Arias, which is the Radio Awards oh, right. and the APAs, which is the Audio Production Awards. Um, so yeah, so I know all the hard work that goes on in the background. So what do the radio awards? Are they rewarding rate local radio stations, nationals? What's that? Again, they have all sorts of different categories, um, including podcasts, in fact. So you could enter your podcast, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) And that leads us quite nicely on to talking about your podcast. So you have a podcast as well. So tell tell us a bit about that. Yes, I do. I started my podcast at the beginning of 2021. So I was planning it in 2020 during lockdown because we all had a a bit more time on our hands, didn't we? And people have been saying to me for ages, oh, you should start a podcast. You're a voiceover artist. You've got all the equipment. You've got all the know-how. Why don't you start a podcast? And I thought, well, that's a great idea, but I don't really know what my podcast should be about. And I didn't want it to to be about voiceover because there are a number of voiceover podcasts already and people are doing those very well and I didn't really feel that I had anything to add in that space um and eventually I settled on making a podcast about networking and the reason was within my voiceover community I'm kind of well known as as the the networker and I've given talks about networking at voiceover events and it's something that a lot of voiceover artists seem reluctant to do Mm. um often the voiceover artists are quite introverted people they like to sit in their box behind a microphone and not actually (laughs) meet real people um so I've given talks about it and I thought well why don't I go down that route and I did a bit of research and and at that time when I was looking there actually were no podcasts in the UK about networking and I thought well there's a bit of a gap in the market So that's what my podcast is about. And it's called Small Business, Big Network. And it's very much for and about small business owners who want to get more out of their business networking. So, you know, I've been able to interview all sorts of people from all different kinds of businesses. And uh, that's what keeps it interesting, really. Yeah. And I mean, what a great idea. It was a bit like when I was researching for this podcast, there wasn't anything about awards. I mean, Mm. it was really strange because myself and Donna O'Toole, uh, who's also got a podcast now about awards? We launched at the same time, because <laughs> obviously neither of us knew what each other were thinking. Um, but we've ended up being a guest on each other's show because yeah. it's enough room for everybody, and we're all doing slightly yes. different things. So, um, do you know, I'm really surprised that there isn't there wasn't a podcast about yeah. working yeah. because it's such a widely discussed topic. Yeah, um, I mean, I found I found things um in the states and in australia but nothing that was mm. uk based and a bit like you around the same time i launched there was another one <laughs> about networking that launched and again 
we've been guests on each other's podcasts yeah. because like you say there is room for everybody and we're all doing something slightly different yeah and I think the podcast community is very friendly that's mm. what I found um I work with a lady called Lindsay Gould to set this up um and I'm part of her sort of um Facebook community and uh I found it's much more of a friendly you know there's no real competition everybody no. likes to support one another um you should definitely get her on your show because she's mm. a great, great <laughs> network as well um let's talk about the um small business 100 and mm. I also so small business 100 I'm like you part of that as well so share a bit about what that's brought to your business I love that community the small small business britain community that that have set up the, the small biz 100 so i was a, a winner back in 2017 and the way that i found out about it was actually through networking mm -hmm. so at the time i was a mem member of 4n and 4N had a very active Facebook page and somebody posted on the Facebook page, applications are now open for the Small Biz 100. And I thought, well, what's that? So I went and looked it up and I thought, oh, that sounds really interesting. I thought, I've got nothing to lose. I'll put myself forward. And um, I actually found out that I was a, a winner when I was on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> And then I had to scrabble around to try and get them all the, you know, the the, the photos they needed and so on from the Netherlands, which was <laughs> tricky trying to do it. Anyway, so um, my my cohorts got invited to Ten Downing Street just before mm -hmm. Christmas 2017, which was just amazing. Um, it's you know it's. I think I'm sure everybody wants to see behind that famous black mm -hmm. door. And you know, to me, it was everything that I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember walking up the stairs to the reception rooms and um, along the walls of the staircase are pictures and then more latterly photographs of every prime minister that we've ever had. And I could have spent ages just on that staircase looking, but the security guards were like, go on, up you go, up you go. <laughs> and so we, um, the event took place in a couple of reception rooms, which I'd got, you know, um, wood panelling, deep pile carpets and the chandeliers and you know, works of art by famous artists on the wall. And, you know, people were coming around with canapes and champagne. And, oh, it was just such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant day. And a great networking opportunity, of course, mm. because that's when I got to meet some of my fellow uh, Biz 100 uh, people from, from that year. But, you know, the um, Small Biz 100 is kind of the gift that keeps on giving mm. because they have a great Facebook community and they get everybody together once a year for what they call their blue tie event, which was um, just before your event. The night before. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it worked out well for me because I went to that one yeah. night and yours the next night. Um, and so and, and it's such a supportive community and anything that you're doing, they will help you promote it. Uh, they will support you in that. And, you know, all the time they've got um, free webinars um, about your know, useful aspects of business. I'm doing one later today, actually. Um, and it's just so they put so much into that community mm. and it's really friendly, really supportive. And, um, you know, I just can't speak too highly of it. You know, anyone who's thinking about entering Small Biz 100, absolutely do it because you'll get so much from it. Definitely. I was lucky enough to get that, but it was the year of lockdown. Oh. Didn't go to Downing Street. So eventually we had our event. I think it was the beginning of this year. I went up to um, the House of Commons and they mm. did an event there and they banded together the 2020 and 2021 yeah. uh, winners. Um, and... Let's talk about the other um, organisation that they run, which is F Entrepreneur. So yes. 
lucky enough to be part of that the first year it, it came out because I was part of the discussion about it. Right. We were at the um, Corinthia Hotel. There was about 30 of us there. Uh, Michelle was there. And we were talking about our businesses and what we did outside of our businesses. And at the end, Michelle said, I've got an idea, she said, because everybody's saying, oh, I've got a business. And I also. <laughs> yes. And so with that, she set up, I also, 100. And so I thought, well, I should apply because I was yes. there at the conception when it was discussed. And that's gone on to be a great community. So yeah. tell me a bit about what you get from that, similar to the Small Business 100. Yes, it is really. So I was an I also 100 last year. Mm-hmm. So a bit like you, I didn't get my my event last year because it was st- we were still kind of coming out of lockdown. Um, and so I went to the House of Lords in March this year with this year's I also 100. And yeah, very similar thing. Lovely, supportive community, active Facebook group. You know, anything that you want to promote, they'll help you promote it. Um, anything you want to celebrate, they'll help you celebrate it. And if you've got a problem with your business as well, you know, you, it's a safe space to say, I'm struggling with this. Anyone else have this problem? And, you know, and people will come back and say, yes, this is what I did. You know, try this, talk to this person. Um, yes, just a lovely, lovely community. And I think this is what people forget, that actually awards can be another vehicle to be part of a community mm. um, and reach out to other finalists or other winners yes. when you're at these events. And, and I'm shocked the number of people that don't maximise that as an opportunity yeah, yeah, um, you, you've you've immediately got something in common, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. And and I've watched this year, you know, lots of the finalists connecting up with each other, and we've already he- heard some great stories of people doing business with each other. And the awards were only three weeks ago, <laughs> but that's because over the summer they took the time to go through the list, connect up, have conversations, because you know, then you're dealing with businesses that are a similar caliber to yourself. Mm. Yes. Because they've been through the same judging process and been selected. Yeah. So I think people don't do that enough, to be honest mm. with you. Um, you know, make the most of every opportunity. And it sounds like that you're doing that, which is great. Yeah. Well, I've I've already already had somebody on my podcast who I met at the awards. And in oh. fact, she got in touch with me before the awards, and that's Dr. Sarah Bryan. Oh, amazing. Who, yeah. As, as as you know, is is yeah. blind. Yeah. And she rang me, I think the week before, just to introduce herself. Yeah. And um, you had a conversation. I said, you know what, you'd be a great guest for my podcast. Um, so we we met up at the awards, of course, and then and I interviewed her a week or so later as a one of my podcast guests. Incredible. And she was one of our most inspiring silver. Mm. What what an incredible entrepreneur she is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's great that you've been able to already make contact with some of the mm. other winners and get them on. Um, we always like to round off the show with a little tip. So been in business now quite a long time. I mean, what, six years now, seven years, 2014? My maths isn't great today. It's about eight yeah, years. Yeah, well, well, next next year will actually be 10 years since I started in America. Yeah. So I know there's probably loads of tips, but what would be your <laughs> biggest tip that you'd want to share today? So I think networking is is got to be um, you know one of the best ways to market your business, especially you know a small business like me. I'm a one one man band. Um, I can't afford to do expensive Facebook adverts or take adverts out in newspapers or television or whatever. <sighs> what I can do is get out and meet other people, and you know networking 
it's a bit of a slow burn because you've got to get to know people. They've got to get to know you. And it takes a while till they understand actually what it is you do and what it is you're looking for. But once you've got to that point, you've then built up lots of people who are going to be ambassadors for you and your brand. And every time they hear of somebody who needs your service, they're going to think of you because you've been meeting them on a regular basis for the last couple of years or, or whatever it happens to be. So um, I think, you know, networking um, has, has helped me get my business to where it is for sure. And I have to completely agree with you because I'm in the same situation. When I set up my business, it'll be 25 years next year. Wow. <laughs> um, didn't network to start with because there wasn't actually that much networking around. Mm. Um, but by the time 2004 came along, there was lots of, you know, lots of events and it was really starting to great gain traction um, sort of between, I say, 2004 and 2010. Um, and it has literally built my business and built the awards because most of the sponsors that are part of the awards are people I've met through networking. So mm. I'm completely on the same page as you for that. Yeah. So if you're listening to the podcast today and you're interested in being on Liz's podcast, which she's looking for people who are heavily engaged in networking, either running networks or part of a networking group, get in contact with Liz. We will be putting her details in the uh, comments for you and if you are interested in voiceover um, you need someone to do your voiceovers for you um, then also get in touch with Liz yes please she's the one um, so thanks for joining me today Liz and you. um, if you're listening today and you're interested in finding out more about awards or the best business women awards do get in touch with me thank you for joining me and we'll see you on another podcast or we'll listen to you on another podcast soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards Show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.